I'm Alicia Rochelle with Daily Mom Grinds, and today is October 3rd, 2022. I hope everyone listening far and wide is well. Today's show is titled 10 Secrets to Becoming the Happy Working Mom. And I created this show because I feel that oftentimes the working mom is kind of put in these interesting categories. It either appears that we're stressed and we're running and we're doing a whole lot and we're overworked and overwhelmed, or we're out of our minds because we're managing things and we're not fussing and people don't understand how we're doing it. And there's always something back and forth about the working mom. And at the end of the day, whether we have one kid or we have many, there are ways to balance it and not feel frustrated and not feel angry and just be plain happy with the way things are. I myself had to come to that point. How did that happen? It didn't happen overnight originally. I discovered that there were certain things that I needed to do daily or put myself on a schedule And I would like to share that with you in hopes that you too can achieve the balance of becoming the happy working mom. Because some people feel like there's really no happy in that. I mean, in theory, if you go back and look at the old days, yes, I mean, if we can stay home and not have to work and we have, you know, our husbands, um, that are able to cover everything and we can stay home and homeschool, but that's not the case for many working moms. And then there are those of us that are either divorced or widowed or single, and we have our children and we still have to keep going. So what is the secret to becoming a happy working mom? Number one is that you look at the fact that there are things that you can be grateful for, things that you can consider a blessing. You have to get to that point where you can look in the mirror and say, girl, I'm proud of you. Look at you. You say that to yourself. Every day that we wake up and get our kids up and make sure they get their faces washed, their teeth brushed, they get their clothes correct, we get them on to school on time and we get back and we're at work on time ready to go is big guys have you ever really thought about everything you have to do every day that is big don't let nobody tell you that it's not it's big okay i realize that and then when you take the time to go shoot i can't believe i did all of this and i made it back to work on time that's something to pat yourself on the back for and let me say That's another thing. I don't think we as moms really give ourselves enough credit for everything that we do. Instead, it feels like somehow we're compared to not having and not being. And when in essence, part of who we are is being a mother. And until those children are no longer in the home or no longer of age that require assistance, then we are tasked with making sure they get what they need, when they need it, how they need it, and in addition to that, manage everything that we need. So that alone is big. So number one, pat yourself on the back. Look at what you're able to do and tell yourself, you know what, I'm doing a good job. So number one, the number one secret 
to becoming that happy working mom is really giving yourself some kudos for everything that you do. Every time you're able to get up, every time you're able to do what you do, if nobody else tells you, tell yourself that you're doing a great job. And that's encouragement, whether you speak it out loud or you speak it when you're in the shower. But every day, look at everything you do and maybe keep a little check mark. And, and when you're able to get something that you never thought you'd be able to get done, it's like, whoo, seems like I'm always a little bit behind. But I noticed after a few weeks, I finally got it. That's something to be happy about. Why don't we do that more, guys? I feel like mothers don't give themselves enough credit. I'm sorry. It's like we're just supposed to be super. We are not super all the time. We're humans. And our tasks, again, until our children or adults are of age or don't need us, is to manage our lives and manage their lives. And that is big. And every day you get up and do that, that's something you need to give yourself a kudos for. So I'm gonna say it if I didn't say it before, number one, give yourself a kudos for every time you're able to accomplish something you didn't think you could. Give yourself a kudos for trying even when it doesn't go. But always think and encourage yourself. That's number one. Number two, no matter what you do in your nine to five, whether it's working from home or it's leaving, try to find some peace in that area. Try to smooth it out, guys. So what I'm saying is if you're a corporate mom and you have to do this particular job that you actually like, but you find some frustration in that, you're finding that your needs are not being met, sometimes it may require that you spend some time with a management or reevaluating what you want out of your job and what you can do to get that on a smooth, even keel. And it's okay to say, you know what, I think I want more. Or you know what, I think I might ah, push back a little bit. It's important to be mindful of how you feel about everything because part of you being mindful is also enabling you to be present and aware and able to maneuver and do whatever you need to do to make a difference. So if you know that you like your job, but you feel like you want more money, you need more hours, you think you might want to make a change, you think you just want to do a little more overtime, but you don't ever talk about it. Sometimes that not talking about it is just brewing in the back of your head, frustrating you. If there's an if it's an open door policy and you feel like you can express it in a way and you don't feel like it's gonna cause a problem, maybe sit down and meet with your leader and see what you can do to make a change in that area. I guarantee you guys that by looking at your day-to-day nine to five, because that's where you spend the most time. If you can have some peace there, I feel like you're halfway on your way to being the happy working mom. Because think about the times when you feel like, oh man, I don't want to go to work. I don't like this. I just wish I could do something else. If you find yourself telling yourself that all the time, well, maybe explore where that's coming from and figure out what you can do to fix it. Sometimes it might mean that you have always enjoyed knitting and you make these little booties and everybody likes them and you like your job, but you feel unsatisfied. But then you figure out a way to sell your little booties at the craft fair. And somehow when you're going to work every day, now you're feeling a little bit up, a little more upbeat and a little happier. So that is why I say number two should be finding some comfort in your 
nine to five or your full-time career. And number three would be considering if you want to add to your value in business or in corporate. So basically what I'm saying is if you find that you do maybe want to learn another skill, you may want to offer a service on the side. How can you incorporate that into your everyday life and see if that helps your joy as well? I have found that just by doing some of the same things I did way back when I was in theater, but in a whole nother realm, that in itself brings me joy. It really does. So sometimes it can be a hobby. It could be following a passion. It could be something that you've always enjoyed doing, but you have to figure out what it is. And you find a sweet spot somewhere between your career and finding your passion, increasing your value is super, super important. And I really feel like that also contributes to you becoming the happy working mom. Maybe that increased value, you selling goods on the side, you doing extra work around the office and now people are noticing you, you are feeling good. Now you make more money or now you have a new skill. Now you feel more valuable. Now you are more valuable. Learning extra skills and making yourself available to help out more in the office overall is going to make you the person that's selected and chosen. So this is just something to consider. It's kind of like it helps your bottom line. So if you're looking to make a change with your day job, just by you being able to show that you're interested in picking up extra skills, or just by you looking at your options of what you could do extra, you'd be surprised at how that makes you feel. Seeing yourself. Being able to say, yeah, I can do that. Seeing that you're needed and you're wanted. All of those things I feel like really do contribute to you feeling good about your job. In addition to thinking, you know what? Why don't I learn how to do X, Y, Z? Why why don't I learn how to pick up that extra, that task? Nobody wants to do it. Now I'm doing it. And now that I'm doing it, it's actually not bad because I was bored at first. Now I got something else to do. Now you've got something else to do. You're not quite as bored and you're more valuable. So number four would be prayer and meditation to start my day and lay any and all my burdens down. Laying my burdens down. You know, as moms, we do a lot, you guys. I mean, can we just be real? I'm I'm gonna be real again. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, you see us moms, we're doing it all. It's like, oh, we've got it figured out. And it's like not okay for us to say that yes, it, it is challenging sometimes. And it can, it can feel like a burden. You don't want to tell anybody, so you just hold it in, right? So that's why when you take the time to pray and spend time meditating, you can talk to the Most High about those issues, about how sometimes it's hard, about how sad you may feel, and that knowing when we speak with, when we speak with the Most High when we're in prayer, We can give that to him and we don't have to feel judged. We don't have to feel like, man, I shouldn't have told her that because now she's feeling. You don't have to feel that way because you just spoke to God about it. And by speaking with him about it, he's already helping you work through it. 
So that's why I love having quiet time in prayer, prayer, meditating, because I could be praying to him that I'm grateful, I'm thankful, I'm so happy my kids are doing well, but can we be honest? Our kids aren't going to be doing perfect all the time. Things happen. Somebody might have been in an accident. Somebody might have broken a limb. Somebody might have gotten into it with somebody at school and now they're in trouble. And now we have that that on our hearts. We don't necessarily want to talk about it all the time. Sometimes you just want to take it to God. That's what I like to do, guys. And I feel like I'm not going to be judged and maybe I wouldn't be judged either way, but some things are just sensitive like that. Sometimes you just, you know that when you're in prayer about it, you're in prayer about it. And that's that. So I think that there's a lot of value in quiet time and prayer and meditating and laying down the burdens where we can just be real. Isn't that what a prayer room is? I think there was a movie called The War Room and the lady had a room that she would go into in the closet and pray. And that's where she can lay all of her burdens and concerns down, guys. Do not discount the power of prayer time and quiet time. Meditating and allowing yourself to let go and deal with the issues that come up as being a working mom. Because whether you're a working mom that's married or single, it's challenging. Right after you have that baby, you have a certain at the time, you got to get back to work. You're missing your child. Your child's in daycare. You're wondering if he's doing okay now that he's not being breastfed through the day because you don't pump. Maybe you don't have... It could be anything. I mean, really, and we haven't even discussed what happens with postpartum. It's some things that it, it, it really is necessary to spend time in prayer and meditating and dealing with it that way. So that would be number four. Number five would also be knowing that it's okay to ask for help. It is okay to ask for help. And help might come in many different forms, from family, from friends, from loved ones. Help could just be you need somebody's advice on how to manage a few things. Help could be who can help out more around the house so you have more time to rest. Never be afraid to ask for help. Never be afraid. Never, ever, ever be afraid. Because if you don't get help and you continually push yourself past the it's time to rest state, all kinds of things come up. And then we risk taking ourselves out of the happy working mom mode. Okay, so number five is going to be it's okay to ask for help. Number six, acceptance, the power of acceptance. Okay, I'm, I'm over here writing notes, guys. I hope y'all going to work with me here because what I did was I had a completely different list. But I said, you know what, I'm going to just take this one. I'm going to just take it straight from the heart. And I feel like this is better than some of the other lists where I just kind of write it down and tell a little story. I think it's a little bit more, it makes it easier for people to relate to when I talk about my own experiences. And sometimes that's what you need to hear, especially as a working mom. So the power of accepting the fact that 
It could just be that in your situation, in many of our situations, we just have to work right now, okay? Right? So we already dealt with trying to make peace with what we do during the day, whether we need to change, whether we need to add additional duties, subtract duties, reevaluate. It's okay to reevaluate. But now once we've gotten to that point where we've got our job, sometimes it is easy to see other things and, and other people and, and compare ourselves. Man, I'm telling you, you could get to watching a movie show, reading an article, looking at social media, and it seems like every work and mom is just super. She's starting her own collection of clothes and she's just a powerhouse, but we don't know what she might have had to go through to get there. And so we have to be understanding of the fact that our own situations are unique and they are where they are. And we want to get to a point where we can kind of accept the fact, not even accept, just ease. I say kind of, because sometimes you got to ease into it. Because what if you had envisioned yourself having a completely different life, even as a working mom, and it didn't turn out the way you wanted? So for a minute, that can really kick you. That can bother you. If you always saw yourself working in, uh, let's see if I can use a good example. Let's say you might've saw yourself working in a small company um, in management that would allow you to have a little more freedom and now you're in a bigger company and now you are in management but you have more responsibility and you don't get to do what you wanna do. So again, you can go back and reevaluate that later but there's a big power in being able to accept things for where they are now and just kind of going with it, right guys? So why not find some peace in whatever is going on through the day, finding ways to accept it, finding ways to accept whatever it is that's happening, even though it may feel overwhelming. Sometimes you might even have to say a little prayer about it if it's frustrating you. Joy and pain, sunshine and rain. So there was a a song my dad and him used to play growing up by Frankie Beverly and Mays called Joy and Pain. And there was so much truth in that. Life is full of sunshine and rain. So there's just going to be days where it's it's not all going to fall into place. And if we can get to a point where even we can recognize it's tough and it's hard, but that we can manage and navigate through those feelings we can push into that acceptance and be able to move on and it won't. Because sometimes when we're struggling accepting it, have you ever noticed when you don't want to accept it, it causes friction, you become angry, you become anxious, you can become everything. Ah, you don't like it, but you can't do nothing about it. You don't want to make a move where you do something you know, irrational. So being able to practice acceptance is really, really big. And it leads to eventually joy because you get to this point where you just know, you know what? I know that I want a bigger home or I know that I would like my children to be more connected with their dad. So we're just going to take it step by step. And sometimes Putting some steps in place is exactly what you need to help you work through acceptance. Okay, guys? So that's number six. Number seven, let your kids bring you laughter and joy. Learn from your kids. Spending time with your kids. Sometimes, guys, those kids can be the thing you need. I'm telling you, man, sometimes your kids 
can just your children, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews. Sometimes those the, the younger ones, we all have jokes about pandemic babies, right? I don't know if you guys have seen on social media. People have made memes and people have made reels and stories about pandemic babies. Babies are coming out nowadays lifting their head up and darn near doing everything but talking. Some babies, I seen one baby come out and look like, you know what? I don't know why. What are you guys doing? And why am I laying here on this woman's lap? Where? Okay, so you're my mom. I've seen the look on some babies' faces that show me that they've been somewhere before. It used to be a long time ago. You know, the only time you'd see your babies moving like that is if another baby was coming. Now, you just had that baby, so you can't have another. Well, I guess you probably could. That's another story, guys. We're not going to get into that. But what we are going to get into is that spending time with your children, each one, whether it's one or you have several Letting them know you care. They like it when we ride with them and take them and help. It depends on the age group, right? Sometimes they just want to talk. Man, when you get their opinions. I think Steve Harvey had a show that was called Kids Say the Darndest Things. They really do. It's like they're kids, but some of them, it's like you just know they've, they've been here before. They've lived before. How is it that they have so much wisdom and they've only been in the world for the length of time? That in itself is funny. I've, I've, I've been with my kids at times and felt like I was the extra in their show. And it was just a minute. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. At, at some point it was like, cut. Okay, let's go back. Let's re-reel it in, guys. It can be fun. That's really what I'm telling you. Allow yourself some time some fun time with your kiddos, grandkids, nieces, and nephews. And if you don't have anyone young, spend some time just hearing out what they say as they get older. You know, when they're in that kind of preteen or teen stage, they've got all kind of thoughts. And you know what? I always feel sometimes when they open up their mouth, you're like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, so I recommend spending time with your kiddos and finding as much joy as you can out of that. Sometimes you could be having a funky day at work. Maybe you were running a bit behind. Maybe your schedule is a little off. Somehow you're feeling all out of sorts, all out of whack, right? But you think about that joke that your little nephew, you think about that joke your son told the day before that left you in tears. And you think about that and it brings some joy to you. So I'm going to say number seven is spend some time with your little ones. Number eight, everybody, every working mom needs some type of self-care at some point. We just do. Because we can't do everything we do and not get to a point where we have to rest. Rest is just so essential I've learned that more. I used to not be very good at it. I would just keep going and going like the Energizer Bunny. And one day, sometimes it's good if you allow, you know, family, friends to kind of observe you. You know, you know, ooh, I see you doing a lot, Alicia. Seems like sometimes you're just going. I don't ever see you rest much. Sometimes all it takes is for someone to say that to you. And then you think back, you know what? I can't remember the last time I rested. Damn. So sometimes you can be doing so much that you're on overload. And if you don't rest, you become run down. You can become sick. You can, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, guys. 
take some self-care. And I did do a show a while ago um, about 10 ways to kick stress and find joy as a working mom. And it's all about self-care. I give like 10 different self-care tips, humor, um, time away with the girls, um, resting, just self-care is super important, guys. Okay, so make sure you schedule some for yourself because that is a lot. And really, it don't have to be a lot. It could just be that you made yourself a cup of tea and you lay down on the couch and now you are relaxing for 20 to 30 minutes before you do any other tasks at home. And that's your self-care. So remember that, guys. It's really, really important to give yourself self-care. Number nine, take care of your body and it will take care of you. I think that that really speaks for itself. What do you guys think? Hmm? You used to have that commercial that says milk, it does a body good, right? Milk, vitamins, sleep, exercise, taking care of yourself. You know, health is wealth in many, many ways. I was in a prayer group and I remember our minister was saying how health, if you don't have your health, you can't do much of anything. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're sickly or you're not able to get up and handle anything, then you in essence really can't have the kind of life that you want. So this, take a look at that area, take a look at yourself and decide If there's some areas you want to improve on, you can list them out yourself. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to try to subscribe to you. I'm just telling you what I like to do. And for me, sometimes things as simple as staying active in my, um, when I'm at home or when I'm out and about, taking my vitamins and getting a little sleep does really great things. And I will make sure to include uh, an article There are all types of things that can happen if you go for extended periods of time without sleep, including getting sick, having issues with heart and fuzzy thoughts. That's just to name a few. So they they even state that your risk of diabetes increases. So many things happen without rest and sleep. So don't be afraid to get some rest. Take care of your body and get your rest. That was number nine. So number 10, last but not least, and the 10 secrets to becoming the happy working mom, delegate and set boundaries. Okay, that's the, I would say that's it right there. We could, we could, we, I can drop the mic technically, right guys? I could drop the mic. Okay, this show is going on a little longer, but I feel like I'm on a groove, so I might as well complete it. When you delegate, you take away half of the stresses that you have in your life. There's things you just don't have to worry about when you delegate. If you delegate certain jobs being done by certain people in the house or certain people um, that help you contribute to getting things done for your family, that's one less thing that you've got to worry about. And the boundary simply comes, simply comes with you being able to say, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do it this time. I'm just not going to be able to do it. And that's okay to say that. It really, really is. And I think sometimes we forget about the importance of setting boundaries and 
making sure we delegate. If we don't do it, it's like you're flying through your own house on your own broom, croaking, raising your voice. I've been through it all, guys. I really have. (laughs) Well, a lot of times it's just a matter of making sure people know what their chores are, making sure people are on task and doing what needs to be done. Then the whole house runs smoother. You are able to get more rest. And that's one less thing for you to worry about. And just as I was about to end, I thought of one last thing and I wanted to add this because there will be times when you're working on becoming the happy working mom that you have those days when everything just goes to shambles and you, you, you're going to go and practice one thing and that's accepting that that's how your day went or that happened and you're going to forgive yourself and try to do better the next time. And that's really all it is. It's a process to getting a groove going. And when you're kind of working, working it out step by step, it gets better and it gets better. Now, as the happy working mom, that doesn't mean that I don't have rough or bad days. Cause just, I'm human, just like the next working mom. So today, tomorrow, And the day after tomorrow might have been great days, but then I had a day where I might not have gotten good sleep or I didn't get a chance to spend time in prayer and meditation. And now I'm on overload and I've exploded or I've gotten really frustrated. Life happens. So when those things come up, the first thing you want to do is try to catch yourself and immediately take it down, digress. Sometimes it, you, it may require somebody else saying, hey, whew, walk away from it, come back to it, because that's just the way life is. And don't beat yourself up when you, you realize that every day may not be a happy working mom day. It might be a day you wake up and you're not feeling well. And you just accept that that's one of those days and you do the best that you can and you try again for another day. And so it's very important to realize that there's going to be days when life happens, things happen, and you're not going to be the exemplary, you know, the perfect example. And everybody's looking up to you, girl, you're perfect. And that'll be the day that you was in the grocery store and your kid took off and opened up a pack of meat and you, your voice traveled three aisles away and it seemed like half the the H-E-B or the Kroger looked at you like you had just come up out of the ground and you're looking like, well, you shouldn't have done it. Sometimes things happen. Now that might be an extreme story and I I get that. The idea was to show you that right in the process of you doing good, you can have a test, you can have a moment. And so what you want to try to do is catch yourself before you go all the way to the other side. But if by chance you got there and you just got there, It's going to be okay. Life goes on. Forgive yourself. Spend some time laying that burden down and try again the next day. All right, guys. So again, I am your host, Alicia Rochelle with Daily Mom Grinds. You can listen to us on most podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as Google Play. We would love for you to drop a comment 
send us some love and you can do so in two different ways. You can go to our podcast website, which is dailymomgrinds.com. And when you're there, you would actually register and follow us that way. But if you prefer not to register, if that is just something you don't want to do, but you want to share some love, you can also share some love by following us on Pinterest. You can also share some love by going to our official website, which is dailymomgrinds.net and just hopping over to the contact us page, sending your message that way. So you have three different ways to send us love. And if you enjoy the show, please like and share. Until next time, take care and have a great week. Bye.